You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey. We made a Disney podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dads reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson. And I'm JB Wagner. And on today's episode, we know that we have already found a girl worth fighting for. But first, Eddie, how are you and the family doing in luxurious Costa Rica? Costa Rica (laughs) right now. Luxurious, sure. Um... We're doing great. We survived our first earthquake, which are very common here. Whoa. Is it um, on a fault line? Um, no. Well, Costa Rica sits on... Well, we're going to get technical right <laughs> off the bat here. We're gonna, we go deep well, on here. Welcome, welcome to the U.S. Geological Survey podcast. I feel like there should be like a, some mu- music, some <laughs> special music just for you right now. Um no, uh, Costa Rica, since you're between the two continents, it kind of actually sits on its own little tectonic plate, more or less, um, and it just bounces around. And then there's a big fault line, pretty much the ridge across from us, because uh, we live up in the mountains. So, yeah, we get earthquakes a lot, but um, this was pretty, uh, it was a pretty, you know, you felt it. Um I was not home. Sarah was uh, alone with the kids, so that was a that was a new one. And you'll appreciate this, uh, Lewis's response. Yes, I'm. I, he, that was my first question. Is like, what did Lewis say? Because it's probably cute said, and adorable. He said, "Mama, is the house cracking?" Oh, like Casita in Encanto. Yeah. he thought he thought that's what was happening. That's amazing. And that amazing. So that was how he, his little brain was trying to process that one out. So we're like, mm, no, yes, <laughs> it could. Wow. That I, no. I wouldn't have thought of that first, but you're right. Especially if you've been watching it a lot recently that oh, would, yeah. for a little kid, of course, that's, that's what, what's happening. The house is casita is falling. Did he say casita? Cause that would have been even. I don't better. know. I wasn't here. That would be really cute. He is, um, he is reluctant to use Spanish. Hmm. He, it just hasn't clicked for him yet. That is the Ellie, same thing. she's jumping in. She's using Spanish all the time. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, she's she's catching it really, really fast. But Lewis is still, he doesn't really get it. The, the really cute thing, um, Bluey. We've never touched on Bluey here. I feel like I we think really... You, you've, you've, made, you've made mention of Bluey a little bit. But I feel like if we give Boba Fett and all of these other like it's you want to do a deep you want to do a whole episode dedicated to Bluey. I really do. Then I need to watch some episodes. It is the third most popular thing on Disney Plus. I want to know what one and two are now. Simpsons and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. That sounds about right there. That sounds about right. Uh, But there's an episode of Bluey where he they go camping. He meets a friend who is French. They can't communicate, but they figure out how to play together, even though they speak two different languages. And his friend here at uh, church here in Costa Rica um, watched that episode, went to his dad and said, oh, it's like me and Lewis. And wow. the day his dad told me that story, I came home and Sarah goes, you're never going to believe this. 
Lewis saw the episode and he's like, it's me and Dominic. And uh, I was like, you're never going to believe this. Guess what his dad just told me. So it was uh, it was pretty cute. That is adorable. That is amazing. See, all the people that say that TV just rots our brains out. It is bringing us together as different cultures, especially if it's bluey. I'm shocked that you guys haven't gotten into Bluey, that Bluey hasn't hit hard. We've watched a couple episodes. I think uh, my daughter likes it better than my son does um, for some odd reason. Uh, we just haven't jumped or maybe maybe my wife's been like holding it back from like fully diving in because she knows they'll get really addicted to it. But we see like the characters at Walmart and they they both know what it is, but we well, have our kids pull. our kids have the bluey toys thanks to you're welcome they recreate all the episodes oh now. that's adorable this is this is just adorable day today bluey is it is a show made for parents that they can allow their toddler to sit there and there's like jokes only adults would get but no because then that makes it sound kind of like um you know um a, a cartoon like a um, like a DreamWorks cartoon where they like layer in some inappropriate humor or whatever. No, this is like, there's episodes where we, Sarah and I find ourselves crying. And I've talked to so many parents where they're like, have you cried at Bluey? Yep. I've have you cried at Bluey? Yep. And it's kind of like this thing, like, yeah, yeah. Because they just hit deep uh, human emotions. It's good stuff. Okay, Alan, yeah, well... We will venture into that. We have watched the two seasons that are on Disney Plus multiple times. Like the seasons we have watched multiple Full times. Full seasons, multiple times. Okay. They're, they're short episodes, right? They're like five to eight minutes an episode. Okay. You have talked me into taking a step closer to watching Bluey. Mm. So. There you go. Well, Eddie, speaking of Bluey and Disney and Disney Plus, I don't know what the answer to this is, but do we have any Disney news? to talk about today. Well, I was going to ask and see if you had watched the trailer for Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, man. This is... Was not expecting this. Not expecting this and has turned out to be a rather divisive trailer. Divisive. Wow. If you are on Disney Twitter at all, it is like people just, boom, took sides fast on this one and to give a little bit of context if you haven't seen it this is unlike i just wasn't prepared for the way that they were going to go about this the storyline the jokes the um basically taking you back through a history of animation to some to some degree yeah with some of the jokes if if i remember it but yeah it's like one of the characters start goes gets three gets the full cgi uh, work done on him and then the other one like holds on for a little bit so you got like a CGI character with like a 2D character and they're living in the real world uh, but it's like they like reached fame and fortune and then like crashed <laughs> afterwards it's the funniest like was not fully expecting this to be the uh, the storyline that it was it was it was interesting and it's uh, and, featuring and the- a- 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 Andy Samberg and is it John Mulaney? Is he the is he the other lead in this? Yep. John Mulaney and Andy Samberg is in it. Uh, also, Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons, and Kiki Lane. And it's story by uh, Barry Schwartz. What else has he done? 
I can't find that. Hmm. But yeah, uh, it's going to be a Disney Plus original film coming out May 20th. So it is a film. It's not a series. It is a film. The premise is that it's 30 years after Rescue Rangers, the series ended production. Is that because it is coming out 30 years after? (laughs) Because it is coming out. Because it is coming out 30 years, which is crazy to think. I remember I watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers all the time. I even go back and watch it with Lewis. Like I've got him hooked on it. He can sing the theme song. Chip works as an insurance salesman while Dale has had CGI surgery. Uh, For those of you watching on YouTube, I just used air quotes. Air quotes, yes. And works the convention circuit in hopes of reliving his glory days. When a cast member of the original series mysteriously disappears, Chip and Dale must reunite to save their friend. And the tagline of this is, it's not a reboot. It's a comeback. <laughs> I'm excited. I thought this was a, an original premise. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm actually more optimistic after seeing the trailer than I was before. This trailer took it from not really on my radar, not that interested to wait, what is this? What are you going to hmm. do with this? I'm this super inter- cool. This is really interesting to me. I gotta, I gotta add this now to my to my queue or my whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm just fascinated by it. I'm, I'm now drawn in. Now I'm wondering how appropriate is it going to be to watch with kids because sure. it is Sandberg and Mulaney. Like, to what degree is this going to be kid friendly? But it is on Disney Plus, so it really can't be that. There's right. only so much that it can't. Can, can here's, the, that line. He, here's the moment they had me, and I don't know if I'm going to get this. Right, because it's been uh, a little bit since I've seen the trailer. But it's the moment where they're like, wait, who is this guy? And they're like, you know, that was that era when we did motion capture where it looks real, but isn't real. It is CGI. It's not CGI. Like that whole play on that. I was like, yes, it was those weird Robert Zemeckis animated films. like Polar Express. Uh, Polar Express and uh, A Christmas Carol. It's just like, mm, we don't need those. Why are you doing this to me? You know, so I'm glad that they were poking fun at that. And that's what I was kind of alluding to at the front. Like they they kind of play off the history of animation and they have different characters that like are walking in different in different ways. And that then that was one of them, the, the Polar Express characters. Yep. No, they yeah. definitely took it in a completely different way than I was expecting. Although granted, I had no expectations, but I was just very intrigued by the premise of this show and like what they're going to be potentially doing on it um, for this movie. Sorry. So that was, that was a good one, Eddie. I was, I was surprised by what you were going to be bringing for Disney news. Normally we talk about this. And then as we started going in, I was like, wait, I don't know what we're doing. You know for me. Disney new. I shoot from the hip. <laughs> there is literal hand motions and sound effects happening on Eddie's, Eddie's side. I am ready at a moment's notice. Ready at a moment's notice. Speaking of ready at a moment's notice, that is what happens and who our character is for t- in today's mm. movie that we are reviewing. She was ready to get down to business. And so that is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the 1998, not 2020, 1998 classic Mulan. Cue the Disney sound effect.
as I'm about to do the IMDb description, I'm going to actually pull up the 2021 as well and just kind of like see if they changed anything, the different ones um, as they, as this was a remake. So I want to, I want to pull that up afterwards, but okay, you ready for this? Let's do the IMDb description for Mulan to save her father from death in the army. A young maiden secretly goes in his place and becomes one of China's greatest heroines in the process. So my only nitpick with this is to save her father from death in the army. Was she certain that he was going to die in the army? Wouldn't he just come back in as like an officer or something like that? That seems a little strong. He could barely walk out of the front door. You know, he's like limping, falling down. But they're not going to put him on the front lines. Like they're going to maybe give him a garrison of people or cook or something because there's no way they're going to send someone like that into the front of the battle. But so you guys, you just heard the, the 1998 version. Here's 2020 version. A young Chinese maiden disguises herself as a male, as a male warrior in order to save her father. Which one do you like better? Eddie, I'm, t- I'm asking you like which, which version this is it's shorter succinct doesn't give away much of the plot i am gonna have to go with the 1998 it gives the compelling why right the compelling why to save her father to save her father i think that is a key component okay she but it does say to save her father in the other one too yeah i'm just incredibly biased against the 2021 (laughs) it doesn't even matter just straight out the gate just not gonna gonna own it well didn't see it not going to see it nope Okay, we will talk about that later. Let's 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 begin by talking about did you watch this film when it first came out? Did anybody not see this when it first came out? Is a better question. Oh yeah, I definitely saw it when it first came out. What I'm trying to I don't know if I have a distinct memory though of going and seeing it in theaters. In theaters or gotcha. did we or did we wait and see it in uh on VHS? I think we went and saw it in theaters. But yeah, no, I remember it from a from a while ago and singing the music. This is a, I, I mean, it's yeah, let's start there. The music of this song, a lot of catchy tunes, a lot of catchy tunes. Uh, I would say as a whole, the songs are catchier than the story. Interesting. We're going to start with a hot mm-hmm. take right up front that the, you actually like the hot music take. better than the, than, than the storyline. Dig into that, Eddie. What, what problems did you have with the storyline of this? Or, were the, or was the music that great? No, I wouldn't say that. I would say that it's, um, the, the, the story clicks along. I mean, you pretty much have a, a total character change in like, in the course of a song, right? Like in a, uh, in a so I mean, that carries a lot of weight with the song. Which but one are you talking uh, about? Um, I, I'll make a man out of you. You know, before then, she's just kind of the bumbling idiot. And then it's through the course of that song that she discovers what her true gifts and abilities are and how she can use them in war. In war. So I was going to wait to talk about this, but yeah, let's just go ahead and get, get it get it out of the way. I like the opening and closing of this film and feel like the middle is just like blah. It's just a lot of kind of, I don't know if hokey's the right word, but it's just a lot of kind of stupid humor throughout the middle of this with it, with the kind of, with all of the, 
um, the way that she interacts, Mulan interacts with the rest of her group and all the guys. They're just it's just one kind of male joke after another for like a long period. And then she's pretending to be a guy using her like silly man voice. Anytime someone tries to speak like a man, it's it's just funny. Uh, but it's it's pretty blah throughout the middle when when Sean Yu, the bad guy, is not on in the scene. The anytime he's in there, I'm instantly pulled in. But Mulan's side of the stuff, it's just not that compelling. The majority of the middle section of this, but when they go back to when they go to the capital city at the very end, so I, I I enjoyed all the and, and the fact that they flip it on its head and use the fact that they the that women are. Um, understated in this, or not understated isn't the right word, but they aren't they they aren't looked at as like a potential threat, so they use that against the Huns. Right. Um, that whole interaction with them, and then out on the on the top of the roofs and stuff like that. I'm totally in on that, and totally in on any time Sean Yu comes up on the screen because he is a menacing bad guy that they give zero zero backstory for. <laughs> he's just he's a Hun. He's here to take over. There's like nothing else. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, it kind of works not having a yeah. backstory. Normally, right? I normally I like to have some sort of like, why are you here? That's something they did change in the new in the 2020 version, which you don't know anything about. But yeah, I'm I was actually surprised. A lot of times I like to have some sort of well, let me empathize. Like, no, this guy's just a really bad guy. Yeah. And that part I love uh Miguel Ferrer, it voices him. Um, Sean Yu, he's just got such a, if you remember, he was the bad guy in Blank Check. Oh my gosh. Remember that great movie? Blank Check. Yes, I, I did. I did. What did we give Blank Check now that we have our full speaking, list up there? Yeah, speaking of which, we've been- 2.5 and a 2. I was a 2.5 and you were a 2 on Blank Check. So for the listeners out there, for a dedicated six listeners- you guys know that we complain and say something to the effect of, we should probably be keeping track of what we rated all these films that we've been, as we go through 1988 through 2005, all of the Disney movies. Well, you're in luck now. If you go to honeywemade.com slash movies, now next to all the episodes we've done so far, we actually have our fruit snack ratings right there where you can go see what Eddie voted for it what I voted for it, and how our voting probably doesn't sit very well, didn't age well in some, in some <laughs> cases. Uh, and if you see the little worm uh, emoji that I put on there, that means it was not just five fruit snacks. It was five gummy it's worms. Five gummy it, worms. It, it was ended so up good. in so good. So a little context a thanks, on that. A thanks to JB for painstakingly going through and scrubbing every episode. I, I, did, I did the hard deed. There was... A, most of the episodes were fairly easy to find, but there was a few that I'm like, when in this episode did we talk about the rating? <laughs> and we found out that one of them, we actually didn't. We did, we still need to give um, Angels in the Outfield its, it's, its due. But anyway, so Eddie. Back to Miguel Ferrer. He makes a, a very, uh, from Blank Check, very menacing voice for Sean Yu. I, I think you touched on it there just a little bit ago. My Maybe one of... The, my two favorite parts of this movie are that opening sequence on the Great Wall, right? Mm -hmm. Where you see the grappling hooks come out of the fog, Ooh. the lighting of the of the, the torch, the signal. 
Um, that's where Lord of the Rings stole it from. Little did I know that the the beacon of 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 um, Minas Tirith oh, yeah. of Gondor uh, was uh, was stolen from Mulan. But nonetheless, that's a really fun scene. I really like that. And then uh, the final scene, like what you said in the Imperial City. And what I think what they did with both of those is you've it, they're done in darkness and you don't get a lot of animation done in the dark and that because it's you're right hand drawn hand drawn animation is really hard to do with that type of lighting i think more the cgi animation they figured out how to do a lot of that better but that was i think what sets this apart as just a really cool art direction in both of those scenes um and then besides um Let's get down to business. I don't know what else there is in the middle that is really like pulling me along. You weren't fully invested in a, a girl worth fighting for. No, see that that when that happens, I'm like every time I'm like this just feels so. A girl who ha- like you, you're not up for a girl who has a brain and always speaks her mind. This is what I want. I just want uh, audio clips of you just reading deadpan two lines out of this song uh it doesn't matter what she looks like it just matters what she cooks like <laughs> keep going keep going that's the only one other other one oh, okay that's, that's it that's all that's all i got in this uh so which of the songs is your favorite then you said the the music was above the storyline for this so what what was it for you um, I think, uh, reflections is, a Ooh. is a good song. And I think it's, it is, um, it is this movie's, you know, part of your world. It is the, yep. and it, and it rises to that, right? Like Disney uses a lot and everything. Um, I think Christina Aguilera gets dragged out for every major Disney event just to sing this song. Yep. Um, yeah. Is uh, I don't know, and and her version's good too. I really like it. I've I've heard her new song for the new movie, and that was that was okay. That's all I know of the new movie. I haven't. I have. I can't remember because it wasn't like in the middle of the movie because it's not no, a musical. The new the new version yeah, is credits. not. Um, so I can't remember what that. Uh, yeah, but um, let's get down to business. Donny Osmond, right? He's the one singing that one. Oh, you know, he, I didn't realize that. He is the singing voice of Captain Lee, um, old Donny Osmond. I don't know why. Bring honor to us all. It's up in the front. Yeah, it's catchy. I do like the line, scarier than the Undertaker meeting our matchmaker. (laughs) I wrote that one down because I was actually like, I had never heard. I never like, I have this problem where I don't listen to the lyrics of songs. I just feel what the the, the Mm. thing is going, unless it's like a very, like a thing like, when will my reflection show who I am? It's like, that's a very specific thing. But a mm-hmm. lot of the other ones, I was like, dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's what they're saying. <laughs> that's what they're saying right now. <laughs> um, yeah. The So even though I say the middle was definitely weak, I, I think they still set up Mulan as a sympathetic character in the front. Sure. I think they do a good job with um, just her, that whole scene with, with the, where she's with the, um, uh, matchmaker uh, i think they bring it she really does care for her father going to war in his place 
that is all like that is all part of the, the what I call the quote unquote good section of this film. Sure. It's just when I don't know is do you feel like it's the unbelievableness of it of the of her in her father's place and just how completely oblivious all these men have to be to not realize it like or is it just it, she does have a very quick trans, quote unquote transformation um in in literally one song like what is it or is it just i don't what is it what's happening in the middle of this that just like drags it down i don't think you're you're we don't have sufficient arcs in the other characters none you don't you it, this is mulan good thank good job they named it that right like because that's <laughs> that that's the that's the character arc and i and, and i i think the weakness is um so you have the three other soldiers and they're just kind of bumbling at it so you don't really see any growth in them yeah but we didn't we didn't need bumbling idiots as just kind of the comic relief because you had that already in Mushu, Mushu. the cricket and the horse, which I love. I think Mushu is one of the, the better like uh, animal sidekicks of any of the Disney movies, but that's thanks to, to Eddie Murphy. You know, I think they, <coughs> they were they, more or less, they were copying pasting what they experienced with Robin Williams and the genie. And they're like, Let's just get a really top of the line comedian. Let him go at this. So you feel like that uh, bumbling idiot BFFs like side characters. It was just like there's just too many of them. Yeah. And the the animal sidekicks do it better. Like I watched for those moments. Anytime it's just kind of a quick the three of them, you know, um, I love that. Good morning. It's time to eat your porridge, and it's happy to see you. Can I? Can I have another hot take? Can I give you another hot take right now? <gasps> you don't like Mushu, did you? I don't. I, there was only one line of Mushu's that I laughed at. Which one? The only one I did was. Now that's what I call my Mongolian barbecue. Yes, yes, yes. That's <laughs> that legitimately a good one. got a laugh out of me. I just I found myself three fourths of the way through the movie going like. No, I don't think I've laughed at anything that Mushu has said in here in, in throughout the entire oh. film. And so I'm sorry, like I'm I do think that they were still better than the the buddies uh, or the the people in the in their battalion or whatever. They were still an upgrade from that, but man, like I just wasn't I had fonder memories of Mushu when I was younger than mm. I did rewatching it. Like I was mm. like I'm not I'm not like Sure, yeah, it's Eddie Murphy, but I'm I'm not I'm not feeling this. Yeah. I uh for me, Mushu's the the high highlight of this. The I, high water mark like of it. this. Well, and I also love the um that the cricket and the horse don't talk. And so you get these fun little uh pantomimes going and he talks back to them like he fully understands what they're saying. Yeah. Stuff like that I I love. I think that's fun. But uh okay. agree yeah. to disagree on this. Fine. I agree to your screen. But I think that's at the heart of why some of the story just doesn't work is there's just no, it happens quickly, right? It's just bounce, bounce, bounce to the next beat. Um, and then you don't have those secondary characters developing it enough. Should we spend some time talking about Shang? Like they're the leader of their battalion or whatever, that they're like the love interest in this film. He, he really doesn't have much going on. He's supposed to be this like, 
really intense warrior and stuff, but he never really shows any of that. And then he just kind of like is a very, to me, a bland character. Like there's not much, there's just not much happening with him. Yeah. And even at the ending where it's, you know, the emperors like push him to go after Mulan. It feels like such an afterthought. Yeah. I'm like, I'm even there going, I don't know, Mulan, maybe you could do better. (laughs) I did like the grandma's uh, sign. Uh, at the very, very end when uh, uh, she said, hi, would you like to stay for dinner? She's like, would you like to stay forever? forever? I immediately thought of your mom. <laughs> I'm like, that would have been your mom in that moment. Like too much, so too true. much, Nancy, too much. So true. Uh, I love, I love, I love the grandma, the grand, like Disney has a great, oh. does just a great way of like the grandmother characters in all of these yes. films are usually, yes. Yes. I mean, I, we've talked about this, or I don't know if we've talked about this, but like even all the 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 um, Latin uh, movies that they've come out with, that Pixar's come out with, with Encanto and with um, Coco, they always give like so much like weight and um, thought behind those characters. Uh, but then any of the other film, most of the other films where there's like funny side characters, it's just like they're always great. Yeah, I think uh, her. The little addition of the cricket is, to me, just a fun little pickup through it all. And that scene where she, blind, you know, holds her hand over the eye, over her eyes and walks across the street with the little cricket or whatever, and the cricket's like freaking out, just like it is a lucky one. Um, all of that, I just I enjoy her a lot too. I'm also looking at some of the just random quotes that I have from this this movie. Uh, when they dress up um, as women and to infiltrate the the castle or the the head, what what, what am I trying to say here, Eddie? What is the that? imperial the imperial palace? Imp- palace. There we go. Uh, there's some random lines like where they say uh, concubines, ugly concubines. <laughs> it's like what is that? Uh, the, I did, I did enjoy, I didn't laugh at it, but I did enjoy the, uh, Batman, uh, line from Mushu. Like, who are you? It's like, your worst nightmare. Worst nightmare. Yes. All of that whole sequence of him, like getting the you rocket. You do like it. Mushu. I just, you like, um. I was expecting to have like laughs and I just didn't have like, maybe, so he, he's in that line of just like endearing cause he talks so much. And he's yeah. just trying his best and he just is not very good at it. So I should step back a couple little bit to not have, not get hate emails. It's not that I didn't, didn't like Mushu. It's a, like, he just wasn't funny to me. Like I was, if it's Eddie Murray, I'm like, oh, I want this to be funny. Oh, like Robin see, Williams I, was funny. Oh yes. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're on the same level. I'm just saying there's yeah. a bit of copy paste, but I love his quick uh, rapid fire stuff of, like uh, when she's like, are you a dragon? Aren't you a little small to be uh, a dragon? She, I'm travel size for your convenience. I think that's hilarious. I laughed out loud for that. I'm part. laughing at you saying that. So maybe I just, maybe I just mm-hmm. didn't, you do have, like didn't it. have it. Or I, I've always quoted the, this has even been in our family a lot, is when the horse snaps at him and he's like, damn, Bessie. So anytime somebody says something like a little sassy or snappy, we'll always be like, down, Bessie. I do you remember you saying that a lot? Mm-hmm. In high mm-hmm. school especially. And that's from, that's from, that's from Mushu. 
Another grandma line that I love is uh, when they're like, why don't we pray to our ancestors? Ancestors? How lucky could they be? They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That's yeah. Funny. So, it, uh, I'm trying to pu- put my finger on this. Of like, it's not a bad movie. I enjoy no. it. But it could just be picked up a little bit. It could be a little more compelling. There is an element where I don't know Chinese culture. I I just am, I wonder if this kind of went the way of of Pocahontas a little bit and um, you know Disneyfied culture a little too much. But I don't know. I'm I'm have no experience. Well, I can tell you since you haven't seen. The, you said you have not seen the new Mulan at all. No, no. Why? Why? What is kept? Is it just because you did the trailers just look bad, or is it just because they've been batting a thousand at making bad remakes of these? I'm not a fan of the remakes, and so you've got to really give me a compelling reason to go to to actually sit down and watch a remake. Um, then uh, just to get a bit political, was not a big fan of they actually filmed it in the same province where the Chinese yes. are committing genocide against the Uyghur people. That would be a good reason to not watch. This. And they thank the the like the regional government in the credits and all of that. And so more or less the making of this movie helped fund a genocide in a roundabout way. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, I wasn't already too excited to go see this. And then that just gave me all the more reason to just say, yeah, I'm staying away from this. One of the questions that we haven't asked in a long time, but I, I going back through all of our responses, like, oh, we should bring this back. And like, because I think it's a good question. So I already know what happened in it in the 20. But the question of like, how would they remake this? In 2020, oh, I can answer it, and then you can tell yes. me if I'm right. I love this. Ooh, so you can tell me, tell me what you think they would have changed in, in in this. And this is not a this is not like Lion King, where they literally did a one for one remake. They did they did make some big changes. Yeah, I mean, I know a little. Like I saw the trailer, of course, for the yeah. 2020 Milan, and so I know that they went the route of updating the, the the fighting sequences and stylizing them more in your yep. your your crouching big, tiger, you hidden know. dragon kind of. Yeah, that was the one stuff. I was looking for. Kind of your mainline Chinese uh, martial arts movies, which that would be cool. That that would be the number one thing that I would say is update the the fighting sequences to be a little more stylized, heightened action. You're one for one. I would say. Um, making, oh, I don't know how to say this. I, I would say there, there's a Mulan kind of being a, a stronger symbol for, for girls, for women. I don't know how they would do that, but I would say that there would be some type of a, of a speech from her or something, some type of a rally cry or something. Rally cry. Yeah. Like almost she's, I don't know, leads it in that way. So any other guesses? I'm not doing any good at this, am I? I should have I should have really No, you're good. You're good. Had a moment, stopped, think through this. What do you How think that, what do you think they would do well, with Mushu? What do you think they would do with Mushu? Would they get another I character would, another person I, to do it or what what do you think they would do with that? I would guess they would cut out Mushu completely. Like cut out Mushu completely. That they just wouldn't exist. 
that or he's personified personified like it's a it's a it's a person become a oh a person become of it okay gotcha okay so i can or tell person, you is well, I, where I, I already told you like the one for the the first one the fighting style yes yeah. a lot better that's some of the best stuff in the new one the second one you said were stronger more like bigger presence for women yes but they what they did is they kind of gave her superpowers she has a chi that gives her the ability to be a great warrior that she has to hide that because her dad tells her you can't be a great warrior so you need to hide that part of who you are and then it comes out and then she has to reveal that yes i'm a woman but also i've got the chi that like can make me as good as a man i don't like that i don't like that (laughs) you are all of us you are all of us because here, and, and let me go back to the 1998 yep. version. Mm-hmm. What I do like about Mulan is I think it does show uh, women are more attentive. Women are in many ways more clever. And Firing the rocket at the uh, yeah at, at, at the snow at the snow, and that she you know. She may not have brute strength, but the strength that she does have, the resolve that she does have is just as battle, you know, is just as valid as other forms of strength. And that is used. She learns how to use that to her own advantage. Exactly. It feels it feels natural in the way that she she does. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's why I said Mulan's the only one who gets that that character arc. And it's a good character arc that you see her not trying to be a man she's trying to be herself yeah no that's and in herself she finds greater strength nope but a chi what they do with mushu so mushu when you said personification i was about to say you got it but that actually is not totally correct yes you're right there is no actual mushu in this they yeah change well one they changed their family crest slash like spirit animal i guess is the best way to put it is a phoenix mm. so a phoenix is a part of it they've got a phoenix outside their house and so like when, fox yes like fox fox from harry potter yep so when she, when she when they find out oh she went to war can i'm sorry i'm gonna pause you uh told me to go watch the 20th anniversary of harry potter oh yeah did you see the little story where um, with Harry Potter and Chris Columbus that the guy who played Dumbledore thought the animatronic for yes. Fox was an actual bird? An actual actually bird. real. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I loved every I second. Pause left. There we go. You're welcome. By the back way. to yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so that's their family crest, their family signature, whatever. So when they find out, hey, she left to go to war, the grandmother goes and prays to the spirits or whatever. And out comes this like, I don't know if it's like real or it, it's it, it's just there. Is then a a a a bird that looks like a phoenix flies up out of it, and it's just like a kind of guardian angel kind of going with her different places is like mostly invisible. Then all of a sudden pops up, not to do anything, but just to be the spirit of the ancestors. I don't know. I don't think it actually does like anything. Soar over her. All, yes. Random times. If is she's the, feeling really the, low. Is the Phoenix the source of her chi? 
maybe i don't know that's left to be debated so that's the quote-unquote mushu character in it kind of but really the the big gripe that most people have is like they gave her superpowers this isn't and also it's a very serious movie for the majority of it they actually what's interesting is they might have solved one of now that i'm thinking about it so the let me say this so she is a character is way more serious in the 2020 version like mm. the whole like hey guys i want our I don't know. Yeah. like she does put on a man voice but in a very like stoic sense and they've made her rest of her character like so serious like there is no like laughing or joking around at all she's very like i'm here for business like not going you you can't make me crack i'm gonna be do everything but you can't know about my chi like very very serious like i'm looking at the poster right now and she's like intimidating like that's the way they went with her <laughs> but so they got rid of mushu so what they did was they made the the friends or the 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 companions in her in her group in the yeah. um uh in the battle they actually made those guys like what you would think of as like in today's standards they'd be like gamers like they like don't have very much skill they are kind of like normal looking dudes that just like kind of frumpy looking like not not like traditional like heroic characters um yeah. but then they suddenly they they do the same th and so they're i love their back and forth and stuff like that they just really are not warriors by any means but they're not like goofballs like the other like like in the original so i by eliminating mushu and having it just these few characters they kind of do do what we felt like would have been better in the originals but um then they go through training and then suddenly they're really good at archery and really good at a couple other things and it's just like i can't see you guys actually being good warriors because you don't look the part you're not whatever but anyways so eddie that is you were you actually were pretty on the nose for what you thought would happen just a couple of them were a little bit more extreme in what they actually did but well yeah. i'm glad um now i know i don't have to go see it i can i can just listen to the soundtrack and then i'll be i'll be good i do want to go back and listen to uh christina aguilera's version of whatever that new song is yeah, we listen to some type of like a Disney hits playlist or whatever on Apple Music, and it always pops up on that one. That and uh, Speechless from the uh, oh uh, no Aladdin, Just the Aladdin no. one. Just flat Paul, out no. You didn't like I Paul Plaskett's song there. That was my least favorite part of Aladdin, the remake. I'll tell you, I'm like holding my breath because um, they're adding songs for the remake of The Little Mermaid, but the songs were written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Is that what's going to get you out to the theater to go see it? Is Lin-Manuel oh, yeah. being a part of it? So nah, I don't think I'll see it in theaters. Wait for it to come to Disney+. Plus. I'll wait for it for Disney+. Plus. I do think I'll see Little Mermaid. They got me on that one. Okay. Okay. And isn't it Melissa McCarthy is playing Ursula? She is. She is playing. Her. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple okay. a couple good things. A couple of good things to draw me in on that one. So Eddie, what are we going to rate this film? What are, what are we going to do for it? I I'm going to say 3. Okay. Fruit snacks. So all the all the talk about it and you're going to give it 3. <laughs> 
Is that were you I expecting thought, me I, to I, go lower? I, I was wondering, but three. I will watch this again. Yeah. So already we're that's got to be up into the two and a half three range. Yeah, I will. I will make a point to sit down and watch this again, especially with the kids. Well, I watched it this time with the kids, and they loved it. Man, this is this is a hard one because go with your go with your heart. Go with my heart. Eat some Mongolian barbecue and go with your heart. Man, I want it. I think what's torn me apart is I wanted to have a different number than you because so many of our numbers are completely different. (laughs) But three really is no. I'm gonna go three and a half because this is still a classic film. This is still. A Disney classic. This is see. Th- this is where it's dangerous having. No, it our, is dangerous. It's so lists. dangerous because now what you're saying is you think Mulan is better than The Little Mermaid. Oh man, this is this is really hard. This I remember dangerous having this. This is th- like when I I remember thinking back, and now I just remember like why was I so hard on some of these films? Like what was it that your Why would I go so my inner kid. critic? I'm going to stick with three and a half because I said it out loud. Uh, I, so I, this I think is better than Mulan and it's better than Pocahontas. Oh, man. Better, better, than, better than Little Mermaid. Is that what you're saying? That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, man. This, this is where we're, gonna, this is where we're getting, getting really into it. Uh-huh. Do I this wa- is why I have three movies to watch. I have these three movies to watch. The thing is, is Ariel is so whiny and the guy and what, whatever his name is in, in her love interest is so Eric. oblivious. Eric is sure. not a good, I don't know, like love interest. He is so oblivious. He's like with her thinking about the other version of her. So I gave Little Mermaid 3.5. You gave it a three. So then let's think about Pocahontas. Pocahontas so then has Pocahontas. some really good music. Really good visuals, and I don't. Pocahontas, we has we a lot of problems. Same. We didn't. Pocahontas, we we, get, we gave it a two point five. Both of us. Pocahontas has a lot of well, one history problems. Yeah, it, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot That's of right. weird mis- mystical. I'm okay. I'm okay putting like I think if I have to choose the three of them, I would rather watch Mulan because there's some action. There's a good one of the best ba- like of the three. I, I'm not gonna say that because. Ursula is really good. She's a really good, bad, bad lady. Yeah, I'm just, I, I, I would say it slides in there between the two. And I liked your question, the way you just phrased it. If, if you were stranded on a desert island and all you had was a, a giant tube TV and a VHS player and you could only pull one of those three off of the shelf, to watch which would it be mulan and i would cut out the middle of the movie and i would just watch <laughs> the front and the, yeah because the front and the back of this film i really i really like i really love the the stuff that's happening in the front and back of this and the her returning to her dad and her dad like throws mm. the sword to the side and just mm. says you are that my prized possession that like, is there's a good some, moment the the highs in this film are higher than than the other two i would say it's a it's a solid movie it's it's good i'm not it's not great it's not one of the best yeah. of the disney decade but uh it's not making it to our our mount rushmore no, of the animated by, films. by no means 
Yeah. But it is solid. It is good. I don't think I could put it above Little Mermaid. Okay. You you think otherwise, which <laughs> you, is you incorrectly think uh, there was a there was a hidden word in there <laughs> that you meant you, to say, which was you can incorrect. do that if you want. You can to. do that if you want to. So I give it three fruit snacks. You and I love that we're just splitting hairs over three and three point five. Are we going to give it the bitten off half? Well, if extra. you hadn't, if you hadn't put the whole list together. Now this is where this becomes so much more fun because then we can this go. This is great. This is and I love the best idea. I love the way you just framed that of like, which one do you pull off the shelf? You can only grab one of those three. It's like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, if someone put this on, I'm happy to watch it. That's why I gave it a three and a half. Three feels like the medium of like, it's good. Three and a half is like. Oh, yeah. And I think Mulan will still be like, uh, yeah, one of those to go to go see. To, to like, okay, let's have a family movie night. Let's let's sit down, make sure um, the kids have seen this. Because and I I like the songs. It's a fun story. And with that, your life has been forever changed by another episode of Honey. We made a Disney podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your other favorite podcast. And while you're there, hey, come on, give us a five star review or share it with your best friend. We talked about this before, but you can also check out all of the movies that we have on our list at honeywemade.com. You can see our full movie list of all the movies we're going to go through from 1988 to 2005, including what we rated them. If you want to go back and nitpick at what we rated them, you can do that all right there. And including, we're going to have next week's episode when we are going to review, again, the 1998 version, not the old version of Lindsay Lohan's The Parent Trap. Thank you for listening. And remember, one grain of rice can tip the scale. One man might be the difference between victory and defeat. 